Welcome to the Clearly Changing Podcast, where parents and kids learn more about history, culture, and life from a homeschool perspective. Today is our first episode, and we are talking about New Year's resolutions. When did they start, and are we making New Year's resolutions, or did we make New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year? So, the very first first people that we know of who made New Year's resolutions were the Babylonians. In ancient Babylon, there there was a 12-day religious festival known as Akitu, where the Babylonians would crown a new king, and then they would make promises to their gods to pay back their debts and to return things that were once borrowed, which sounds like things we would do in our New Year's resolutions today. But their resolutions were made at the beginning of their harvest season and their New Year, but their New Year was in March and not January like ours today. So it was a little bit different, but it is definitely very cool to know that the Babylonians were doing the same things that we do today. So... Let us get into the conversation and talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions. This is Cleverly Cultured Kids! (laughs) In this segment, we talk to kids about different topics. So yesterday for social studies, we did a reading comprehension sheet on Booker T. Washington from the Kamali Academy's uh, 50 Important People You Must Know. And on the write-it portion, there was the question, what are some of your goals? Write 10 of them down. And so Amira wrote a couple of her own goals. I think she wrote five. And we're going to let her share those. So my first one is learning Mandarin. My second one was to get a good job so I can have money that I can use and learn how to bake better, get better with Legos, and learn Creole, which is a language in Haiti. So why do you want to learn Mandarin? Because who knows, I might end up traveling to China or Asia where they speak Mandarin. So I should know that. So you want to be a traveler? I don't know. And why do you want to learn Haitian Creole? Because me and my mom and some other family want to go to Haiti. And we should be able to learn. Someone should be able to learn what Creole is and know the language so that we can translate. Very good point. Baking. So you want to get better at baking, you say. So that means you're baking currently. What kind of things do you bake? I have made caramel. I We have made um, cookie bars. And we made a rupee cake, which was actually really good. And I also made a mug cake a couple of days ago. 
Very cool. So we will, um, why do you think it's important for people to make resolutions? I think that's kind of important so that you can have a goal. And if you don't complete that goal, then you can save it for next year or just have that as a goal in life. Okay, great. Thank you. It's now time for the word of the episode. Ubuntu. I am because you are. It is an Nguni word. The Nguni are a southern African people that include the Zulu, Sosa, and Ndebele. Ubuntu reminds us of the importance of family, friendship, community, and sharing. Archbishop Desmond Tutu said this of Ubuntu. One of the sayings in our country is Ubuntu, the essence of being human. Ubuntu speaks particularly about the fact that you can't exist as a human being in isolation. It speaks about our interconnectedness. You can't be human all by yourself. And when you have this quality, Ubuntu, you are known for your generosity. We think of ourselves far too frequently as just individuals separated from one another. Whereas you are connected and what you do affects the whole world. When you do well, it spreads out. It is for the whole of humanity. All right, so we're talking today about resolutions. Right. <laughs> resolutions. The new year action. I still make resolutions. And I make resolutions because I feel like you know, I don't have to, and there were a couple years I didn't, but for me, it's like I want to have goals, and I want to I want to achieve them, and if I make sure that I've written them down, they become more tangible to me. Okay, so you write down the resolutions because... Yeah, I write them down because then they become real to me. It's like I really have to get this done, and I can physically see it being checked off, mm-hmm. so... Because I can see it, it's like, oh, you know, it motivates me. Like if I get one thing done and then I see that check, it's like, oh, let me do the next thing. (laughs) So it's like self-motivation. So that's why I believe in setting resolutions is important. It's not not taboo at all because if you want to make changes in your life, at some point you have to recognize these are the changes that Mm -hmm. I want to make. So whether you call it a resolution or you call it your goals or you call it just things you want to do. You can call it whatever you want, but they're they're about the same. Yeah, I, I feel you on setting your intentions and goals for the future, but I don't do it as a resolution, like only on New Year. Right. I do it all the time. So I'll say maybe two months ago, I was like, I've got to start drinking more water. I used to drink... 32 ounces of water within the first hour that I had been awake. 
And then that cup was measured. It broke. It was so sad. And now I'm not drinking that much in the first hour. I guess I could, but it just made it a lot easier to be in that one huge hospital cup. And I got it done. So recently I've been trying to drink more water. And so every day I'm drinking from this little piddly 18 ounce glass. I need some more. But I am making a conscious effort to do that. And, you know, it has nothing to do with, oh, new year, new leaf, or whatever folk be saying. It's just because I want to do what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. I know I also have decided I'm going to start exercising more. I was doing it more regularly, say, last August, September. Because the weather was nice. Well, I was inside <laughs> making pancakes, girl, lifting the ball. <laughs> but when the, I feel like when, when it's sunny outside, it's like, oh, it's so much easier to exercise. It does make you feel good about going into motion. I right. agree. The sun is very inspiring to be active. But I think that's that's one thing that I think hurts people in the new year, like around January, because it's cold. Oh, it's like, definitely. Oh, well, depending on where you live, because it's not cold everywhere. But in the East Coast where we are, on the East Coast where we are, it's definitely cold. And so I think that makes it harder to stick with that resolution, because yeah. especially if you feel like you need to leave the house. Yeah, on a day like today where the wind is straight up disrespectful and mm-hmm. blowing you hither <laughs> and yon. No, you don't want to leave the house to nope. do anything. <laughs> you don't want to go to the trash can, to the mailbox even. Can I just stay inside and watch the trees get half blown over? Right, right. Yeah. And, and there's even, snow on the ground too. Ooh. Even getting under, like coming from under my covers... <laughs> in the cold I'm like oh no like I can I can feel that that briskness of because you know like when it's um in the winter I don't like um I don't like being cold but when you like put so many comforters on your bed once you you don't want to um blast the heat mm-hmm. while you're under the cover because then you'll be like way hot too hot so you keep the temperature kind of moderate so that it can so when you you sleep you'll sleep comfortably so what happens is when you actually wake up and you come from under those covers you're cold mm-hmm. and you know i like to exercise in the morning because that's when i feel um i feel refreshed and so i'm like oh it's the top of the morning let me get these things done i like to knock out things on my to-do list right when i wake up because if i wait for later in the day it may not get done i get sidetracked so I get up early before anybody else and I try to stay focused and that's when I get it done. So you got to find what works for you. Some people are night owls and they can do it later in the day. That's not me. Around (laughs) 8 o'clock, my eyes are like, you're done. (laughs) Man, at 8 o'clock, I'm just getting started good. Girl, I'm in here washing all the dishes. I'm picking up toys. Because I don't like the morning time I will <laughs> prep whatever needs to be prepped for me to do tomorrow morning um I, yeah I'm doing laundry <laughs> I'm doing all kinds of stuff at night when it's dark and not I don't know I just when I wake up I don't want 
to do anything but just sit still for an hour or two. <laughs> I don't, I do get up before the children most of the time, but I don't, I don't want to. I don't like to. Mm-mm. I go to bed late. I go to bed after they go to sleep. Sometimes the boys do not want to go to sleep until 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning. Wow. And then I can go to bed. But, you know, mommyhood. Right, right. So, Things have to be done. And I totally, I totally get that. I don't get to go to sleep that early. But I do, my body just winds down and I'm not as productive. So, um but we were we were saying that like at the new year to me there's something beautiful about starting at the new year and even though i don't wait until the new year to come up with new goals i will say i'm going to start this new goal on a monday or i'm going to start like i like to start at like the top of an hour um just because it gives me uh, a different type of freshness like it's like a clean slate in my mind it's like this um, theoretical uh, clean slate that I'm starting. And so that's why it works for me. But I wouldn't say it works for everybody, but it's like some, it gives me some special momentum to get it done. Okay, well, let me ask this question. When you set your goals or intentions, do you tell anyone or do you just write it down for yourself? So is there any accountability <laughs> I should ask? Because I know for myself, I rarely tell anybody. And I guess it's, Partly because I don't want to be held accountable so that someone could say, did you do this? And I'm looking like, no. And then I feel this sense of shame because, oh, I said I was going to drink this amount of water before. Or I said I was going to exercise or, you know, start this new ritual or whatever. And I didn't. So do you have that accountability? So, So in the past, I did not. And what you just described by not getting it done, like, I don't want to tell anybody because I don't want to be held accountable. That has been the case. And um, a couple years ago, I started to um, tell my kids, like in our homeschool, we started to set new goals. And my husband, he's a big goal setter. Yeah. So, <laughs> so so I started to share them with him. And he would always hold me accountable. Like, did you do such and such? Did you get like, off my oh. back, man? Right. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I got a little annoyed because I didn't want to be held accountable. But now my goals are so important to me that it's like I got to tell somebody because I want them to hold me accountable because I want to say, yes, I did that this year. Yes, I, and like, you know, you have this planner movement that's going on Mm -hmm. where people are like writing in their planner and they're sharing it. You have the vision board movement and that's all about sharing your goals with other people and getting other people in the mix so that you are more accountable and you're getting stuff done. So for me, it, now, now in 2019, I'm definitely setting um, goals where I'm sharing them with other people, mainly because I want to be held accountable because I don't want another year to go by. And I say, oh, yeah, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to write this book. I'm going to publish this. I'm going to do that. No, I don't want it to be an afterthought. I want to be I want to be true to myself and I want to show my kids, look, this is what I said I was going to do and this is what I did. And so it's so much more important to me now. And also just as a mom, I don't want to put myself on the back burner like I did in the past. 
because I think that's a big mm. part of it. Like we spend so much time cultivating other people yes. and not cultivating ourselves. And I'm just in this, this life space of, of self-care where it's like your dreams matter too. Yeah. And I'm not going to be nurturing everybody else's life and not nurturing my own. So I'm in a different a different place, um, even just age wise. I've grown wow. older and I feel like I'm a little bit wiser and I'm like, no, I need to be held accountable. I need to write it down and make it happen. I need to do these things because I can. Mm-hmm. And I need to show my kids that if one day you become a mother, you don't need to put yourself aside. You need to be able to still achieve your goals. Now, am I getting everything done all at once? No, no. Now, I do have to, uh, for me, I have to set short-term goals. Um, So I will do, like I have weekly goals, I have daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, yearly goals. Because, um, you know, I definitely have that big picture, but that big picture has to be broken down because I got to do stuff by stages. I should try that because I don't have that many. I think I just have short term and long term. And then, you know, the short term goals kind of take priority and the long term goals are things that I'm still working towards. I need to grow up like you and have <laughs> the the accountability factor. I'm, I have shared some of them so that I can be held accountable, but there's other things. I. Which makes me question now thinking about it. Is this really a goal that I really want to tackle? Is this really something that I should be addressing? I think Maybe I'm- I think you hit the, the nail on the head kind of. Because it's like we have things that I would call dreams. Yeah. And wishes. Yeah. And they're not actually resolutions. They're not actual goals. They're just wishes. Like we wish that will happen. Mm-hmm. And so we have to kind of compartmentalize those so that they don't cloud our space. Because I think when our mind becomes overcome with, with all of our wishes, then the things that we are actually committed to doing get lost in the mix. Yeah, reality versus not. Right. So I gotta stay in the real world and deal with what's really happening, what's really good here. And then, you know, once you get some of those things under, I don't know, underway and taken care of, then you probably have more space to take care of the passion projects, the, the wishes, the things that, oh, this would be really nice if I could redecorate my house. But guess what? It's probably really nothing wrong with your house you just kind of feel like you want to change and you want to switch up the curtain or the rug or whatever but it's not imperative that it happens in order for you to be able to move forward so um we're on the same page here i like it so we were we were talking about a lot of things kind of abstractly (laughs) so i want to um focus on some some resolutions that um, we have but um, before we do that do you think there is a difference between a dream a goal and a resolution I think goals and resolutions are pretty much the same thing only in the sense that when we hear resolutions we automatically kind of ascribe it well in American culture I'll say we automatically subscribe it to December 31st slash January 1st on any given year. But I think that essentially they are the same. 
because when you resolve to do something, you know, you're kind of set in this is going to happen. In terms of dreams, I would put those in a different category because dreams are things that, you know, you long to do, that you, like we are just saying, what you wish. Oh, I really would like to have another child. No, I don't. <laughs> but I'm just saying, <laughs> I really would like to have another child. That's that's a dream, you know. But that doesn't mean that that's something that you're actively going to pursue. Right, right. Um, it's just something that is perhaps, <clears throat> perhaps a long term goal. We'll put that in that category, category instead mm-hmm. of something that you know has to happen. Like I would love to be able to live on a farm and do what I want grow what I want what I want me and John Deere let's get it done right but is that something that I'm really ready at this moment to move forward with no 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 and I I think it's important to know the difference and I think that's kind of what confuses some people mm-hmm. when it comes to resolutions. And I think for what we're discussing and what I want to work with my children in homeschool is to make clear goals and resolutions as opposed to these are just your dreams. You know, and it's nothing wrong with dreams. I think I think oh, they're awesome. No. I think they're good, but I think that they have a place. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes to um, keeping your resolutions because that's what we want to do. We don't just want to set them. We yes. want to keep them. And I think when you have resolved in your mind that you want to keep your resolutions by stating that they're actual goals and having a plan mm-hmm. will help you be better equipped to achieve them versus not. Yeah, I think for myself, I'm one of the people that needs a plan. I think that my oldest daughter needs a plan too. Not so much for my younger daughter. I, I think she can just say, oh, I want to do this and get to work on it. She's much like her father in that regard. But I think you're on to something with plan. Say, I want to write a book. So now I need to plan out what do I want this book to be about? You know, how long of a time period do I want to give myself to work on this? Um, what do I need to speak to anybody? You know, to have X, Y, and Z in place and then be able to check those items off so that in doing so, you're actually completing the larger task at hand. Right. Right. And so you just brought something up that I'm actually currently working on. So um, one of my my resolutions this year was to, um, I have two books. One I wrote in 2014. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wrote I it a long that. time ago, but it was, it was a dream where, um, I, I wrote the book, but I didn't do all the other, I didn't write down the, the tasks that I needed to do to follow yeah. the, the book to get everything done. And so I did that and I have an ebook that I want to write, um, about locks. Um, you can't see us, but we both have locks Yay. and I'm doing a beginner's guide to lock maintenance. And so, um, 
to begin, I had to say, what is it that I needed to do? I needed to start with an outline. And so I did my outline first. I needed to do some crowdsourcing. So I'm not just inputting what I think people need to know, but I need to ask people, what do you wish you, you needed to know? So I did some crowdsourcing and um, like I have other steps, like the next thing after the outline, I need to, you know, flesh out each of the um, points in the book, each of the things that I wrote, flesh out that outline, write the paragraphs. And then, but the key to that is I've given myself deadlines. So for me, I don't have a lot of expendable time. So I'm not going to just wake up the next morning and get everything done. Mm -hmm. So what I've done, I've done it within a week and I've set my time where, um, I use my, I have my cell phone beside me. And so I actually set, um, 20 minute blocks and I say, um, Hey Siri, set the timer for 20 minutes. And I do that. So within that 20 minutes, I'm only focused on that because I have so many other things that I have to do. Mm. And so that has been um, kind of the driving force to actually help me stay accountable. So I'm not, you know, like, oh, I'm going to do this in an hour. No, I can't give some big block of time where I become overwhelmed by all the other things I have to do. Let me just break it down. Like if you only have 10 minutes in 10 minutes, this is what I'm going to get done every day. For me, I like to get up early. Like I mentioned earlier, and I set aside the 20 minutes where I set that timer and this is what I'm getting done in 20 minutes. Now, if you get distracted by your computer, like I do, <laughs> and social media, <laughs> you have to create a little, um, you have to create a, get a program on your computer that blocks that stuff out because oh. you need to stop yeah. distractions because distractions will kill your dreams. They will kill your resolutions. So you have to stay focused. And so for me, I had to put um, a program We'll have to put it in the show notes because um, I don't, I can't recall the name of it, but I have to put a program to stop me from going on social media. I also, um, another thing that I do, like when I feel super distracted, I just use pen and paper and I Girl, don't use digital device. You know, I stay looking for a pen and paper. We were talking earlier and I, you said something. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to check this out. My phone is sitting right at my kneecap and I'm looking around like, where's the pen and where's the paper? I know most people are thinking, pick up your phone, go in your notes and type something. I don't wanna. I have lots of little pieces of paper all over and I know exactly where those papers are too. With various information, I still write down grocery lists on paper. It's something about the pen in the hand, touching the paper, and moving that just resonates with me. I like that feeling. I need that feeling. Somehow that makes things more real for me. So when I put, <clears throat> excuse me, when I put down, you know, my goals, and I've been writing them down more recently, um, just to be, I don't know. I guess it goes from the page to the pen to my hand, up my arm, right? It becomes head, tangible. And it's, in me now I feel like I've written it down in myself and I can be more proactive about accomplishing those things right you know and and for me it's it's really difficult when you said 20 minutes I was like oh girl I wish I could get 20 minutes alone I don't even take a 20 minute shower so it could be it could be five minutes like what, these children whatever time be ragged <laughs> whatever time that you can that you can allot that's 
undistracted time. And I know that as a parent, it is hard. Mm. It is hard. My kids are now 10. So I, I have much more freedom than you do. Because they are able to kind of, they're a little bit more self-sufficient. A lot more, not even a little bit. My kids are self-sufficient. I can say, this is your assignment, do this. So I have much more freedoms to do um, the things that I find important and, you know, complete some of my resolutions than I did in the past. I struggle with it. So all you parents who are listening, who are like, man, my kids are so little and they're so in the mix and, you know, I can't concentrate. We've been there. I'm still there. <laughs> My youngest isn't even two years old. <laughs> so we, we get it. I'm still there. But I mean, it's possible. I don't think that I'm saying it's impossible. It's definitely not. It just takes a lot more craftiness to be able to carve out these moments in time where you can, you know, do things. I know for myself quite often I'm sitting here thinking oh I really need to write this or I need to start dinner or I need to go fold this laundry but then I also have to do x y and z and so you're constantly playing this priority moving priority moving game where you know you say should I do this laundry or should I start this dinner? Well, I guess I'll do the dinner first. And then if I have some time left, I'll start this load of laundry or whatever. And so you're constantly playing this shifting of tasks. And so it's, it's a, there's, there's definitely time in the day. There's time in the day. There's time in the day, yeah. And I and I think it's important. So utilize whatever device you have to set like a certain time block. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Just do it and get started. I think if you wait for a perfect time, perfect will oh, never come. Yeah, perfect. Never so comes. I would say um, also one tip that I have to share is get a little notebook. You know how back in the day when we were like little kids, they had like these spiral little notebooks? Yeah, well, stores cute. still sell little mini things. And I would say keep it with you to write down the things that are important to you. Mm-hmm. Because I think one of the best ways to stay on task and to stay productive is to be aware of what's important. And the only way to do that is to write it down. If you are, you know, digital friendly, definitely you can put it in the reminder section in your phone at uh, at alerts. My my thing is you have to add a start and finish time to things because if you leave things open ended and abstract, they're easy to miss and not yeah. get done. So you have to say, I'm going to do this at such and such a time on such and such a day, you know, and even if you can't say such and such a time, you can definitely say such and such a day. Mm -hmm. And then when you find your mind wondering, go ahead and start that timer and stop and say, oh, I'm going to do this right now. You know, like give the kids something to do that occupies them. You know, 10 minutes of TV ain't going to hurt them. Like, really? Exactly. (laughs) And I'm not, I'm not even one to be like, oh yeah, do that. But 10 minutes your kids would be fine 10 minutes of uh digital time your kids would be fine 10 minutes of making a mess and i look and i struggle with this because i do not like cleaning up unnecessary messes messes that could have been avoided but guess what sometimes it's worth letting them 
sit at the table with the paintbrushes and the water. Yes. And just having your towel ready to soak put, up the mess when they're put done. Down, put down, like, you know, the dollar store. Or the um, tablecloths. Tablecloths. Put those yeah. down and let your kids. I would say, you know, just give them something like different recyclable materials to be creative. Kids love to be creative. Mm-hmm. So give them that that space and that opportunity to do so within an area where they're not going to tear up everything. Like I'm not telling you to give them the flower, the, (laughs) so it can be all over your house. Give them something that's okay for them to play with in a controlled environment where you don't have to keep your eyes glued to them and they'll be fine. And I think if you can do that for 10 minutes a day, you will have free time to get done things that are on your list that are important to you. And so I think, I think we have it like that. That's well, let me say this though. I have heard people say, or seen it written on social media, you know, Beyonce, Cardi B, whoever does X, Y, and Z. She's got this many things going on. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, there's time today. Yes, there's time today, but we have to be realistic. Ain't none of us, no Beyonce or anybody else. And guess what? She ain't doing that stuff by herself. Right. She right. has people. She has more heads in her game than yes. we do. So although she does have the same twenty four hours as we do, she has more. She brain has a team power. of people. She has a team of yes. people helping her execute her goals. Now, if you can hire a nanny to get your stuff done, hire a nanny. But for those of us who cannot hire a nanny, you definitely, they have, you know, another parent, like use whoever you have in your circle who has offered the help. When let people, them help you. Let them help you. Like, be willing. Like, if somebody's like, oh, I'll watch the kids. Like, nobody said they had to watch the kids for hours or days. Yeah. Shoot, let them watch the kids for, you know, 30 minutes. Whatever. But utilize what you have at your disposal to get the things that are important to you done. Yes. Be creative. Thanks for checking out our podcast with Elle and Miriam, two homeschooling moms who are redefining culture for our kids here in America. You can follow us at Cleverly Changing on IG and Facebook and also on my blog at cleverlychanging.com. You can follow Miriam at Frank and Herbs on Instagram. That's F-R-A-N-K and A-N-D Herbs H-E-R-B-S on Instagram.